Welcome to Brightline Living, the official podcast of Brightline Eating, where we focus on living a life free from food obsession and filled with peace and unstoppability. Each week, Dr. Susan Pierce Thompson, New York Times bestselling author and founder of Brightline Eating, will cover topics ranging from food addiction to fascinating science and how to live a bright life. Now here's Susan with the audio version of this week's blog. Hey there, it's Susan Pierce Thompson and welcome to the weekly vlog. So a few months ago, a couple months ago, short while ago, I shot a vlog and released a vlog about Ari Witten's amazing new book, Eat for Energy. And as part of that, because I really wanted you to get the book because it's good, I uh, interviewed Ari Witten for about an hour and we put out a link to the interview for anyone who bought the book. Now, in that interview, I asked him a question that is so important for our community, and his answer was so helpful that I knew I would shoot a vlog on it. And here we go. I asked him, I said, Ari, I get so many people in our community who have their bright transformation. They take off their excess weight, whether it's 10 pounds or 100 pounds or 200 pounds, whatever it is, 40 pounds, 30 pounds, 70 pounds, 90 pounds, they take it off. They get to their bright body. They're living along year after year after year having had their bright transformation. And then they experience what we call weight creep in maintenance. Like they're doing all the same things, but their weight starts to go up. Creep, creep, creep. <sighs> or people who hit plateaus and they come to us saying, oh, I can't take off the rest of my weight. I've lost a lot of weight, but I can't take off the rest of my weight. What do I do about that? I said, I know you have a million gajillion strategies for fat loss, but what is your core advice for people in this situation? And I didn't know what he was gonna say. I know this guy really well, and I know his thinking about fat loss really well, because I've talked with him for so many hours about the subject of fat loss. We get around each other and we just can't stop talking about it. But I didn't know what he was gonna say, and I held my breath. He said, I am so glad you asked me this, because I have, I have absolutely one answer, like one thing that I want people to focus on when they're in that predicament. And I just held my breath and I said, what is it? And he said, flux. And I said, oh, flux. Now, you might not know what flux is, so I better start off by describing flux. Okay, flux, in a nutshell, is best described, and this is how Ari describes it. Don't know where he got the analogy, but it's a garden hose metaphor. Imagine a garden hose to water the lawn with, right? Uh, and imagine it's got hardly any water coming in and hardly any water coming out. It's a trickle. It's just the, you couldn't even water the grass with it. It's just the merest trickle. Now imagine a fire, oh, oh, that state is low flux, low flux. Not much in, not much out, okay? Now imagine a fire hose hooked up to a fire hydrant that a fire person is using to put out a fire and picture the gushes of water coming out of that garden hose. That's a high flux state. Lots coming in one end, lots going out the other end. So someone's system has a certain level of flux. If someone eats 1500 calories a day, 
uh, and burns 1,500 calories a day. They're in a relatively low flux state compared to someone who eats 3,000 calories a day and burns 3,000 calories a day. Both of them are likely gonna be maintaining their weight at whatever it is now, right? And so they're both in a state of homeostasis. They're not gaining weight, they're not losing weight, they're stable. So they're very similar in that way, but one of them is similar in a low flux state one of them is in a low flux state compared to the other one that's in a high flux state. In that way, they're very, very different. Okay, now you put weight loss into the mix. The person who's, who's at the 1500 calorie uh, rate, um, low flux, they cut their calories by 500 and they start eating 1000 calories a day. The person who's at the 3000 calorie rate, the high flux state, they cut their calories by 500 calories a day and start eating 2,500 calories. So now you got one person eating 1,000 calories a day, the other person's eating more than twice as much, right? The differences there are tremendous, right? The person in the low flux state is likely to be tired. It's also hard to get all your nutrients in just 1,000 calories a day, even if you're eating the Bright Line Eating Way and you're eating all these vegetables and so forth, it's just hard to get all your nutrients with that little amount of food, right? And it's really hard to sustain long-term. You got very little wiggle room, really hard to sustain. The person who gets 2,500 calories is likely gonna toodle along and be okay. So what Ari said is the key is to increase flux. And there are studies showing that people in a high flux state do way better with weight loss and weight loss maintenance. So that raises the question of how do you raise flux? And this is a vlog that piggybacks off the vlog that I released last week where I talked about NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis, NEAT, because there's three things in the equation of flux. There's your exercise, there's your NEAT, and there's your caloric consumption. So your caloric consumption is coming in, how much food are you eating, and then what's going out is basically exercise and NEAT. Now there's also um, you know, the energy expended by eating food and the energy expended by sleeping. But we're gonna assume that you're not gonna stop eating food and you're not gonna sleep and you're not gonna meaningfully change those. So the only things really that are in the output equation that you have much control or say over um, are the exercise and the NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. But like I mentioned last week, an hour of exercise is 4% of your day, your NEAT is 63% of your day, right? just by time. So NEAT really matters. All the time that you spend moving your body that's not um, sleeping, eating, or actively exercising. And of course in Bright Line Eating, unless you have a, a reason to do it, like you're trying to treat your depression or your anxiety, or you have a very well-oiled lifetime exercise habit that's grooved in at a specific time of day in a specific way, and you execute it absolutely automatically, expending no willpower at all, unless you're one of those rare people, we recommend you, you don't exercise at first in Bright Line Eating because you need to focus on getting your food dialed in and getting your habits automatic. Once your food is dialed in and your habits are automatic, which might be four months later, or for you it might be after you've transitioned to maintenance and you're stable there for a bit, then we recommend you add in exercise. So we're gonna take exercise out of the equation. And Ari says it's, Ari's a big exercise proponent, but even he says 
it's better to focus on neat. It's the one thing in the equation that you can meaningfully change and get the results you want. Because if you start exercising a bunch, it's gonna drive a lot of hunger and what we call the compensation effect, which is the whole like, oh, I worked out four times this week, so now I can go grab a burger and fries, which is what people think, research shows, people indulge when they exercise a lot. And if you just add a bunch of food into your plan to try to raise your, um, your flux, what's gonna happen is you're just gonna gain weight. You're not gonna actually raise your flux, right? But the driver of the equation that works is neat. Put a pedometer on your hip and start walking 10,000 steps, not going for long brisk, brisk walks are fine, but like do it by parking further away from the grocery store and walking in, taking the stairs, dancing in the shower, you know, walking the dog, you know, just moving a lot, just jiggle your leg when you're sitting in a chair, maybe not that one, but just move your body a lot. It's funny, I was, I was watching a documentary on eating disorders decades ago, and I remember they went into an eating disorder treatment facility and there was a teenage girl there with anorexia nervosa, and she was sitting there swinging her leg, she was in bed, and she was swinging her le one leg and jiggling the other leg, and the voiceover from the documentary said, you know, she's so fixated on burning calories that they won't let her move around much, they won't let her go for brisk walks, but she'll sit in bed and jiggle her leg all day. Now that is obviously nothing we're striving for, that's illness, um, and anorexia is one of, you know, the most deadly of mental disorders. But it does show, she was aware, that neat matters. It's not a nothing. It's not a nothing. All that movement that you do, and it is the key driver of flux, and flux is what we want to increase to get out of those plateaus and to handle that maintenance weight creep. And I know for so many of you out there, it's like, this matters because it really, really does. Uh, if you're trying to live in your bright body long, long term, you gotta make sure that, you know, you know what the drivers are in the equations. So NEAT is the driver of flux. Flux is the key to maintaining a natural weight long term. Seek a high flux state. And once you increase your NEAT and your weight starts to go down again, eventually you get to add more food. And that is a good thing. <laughs> and that's the weekly vlog. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Brightline Living. Please post a review and subscribe to our channel. Interested in learning more about Brightline Eating? Visit ble.life slash podcast to find out more. ble.life slash podcast. Have a bright day.